Hey all, welcome to Eat Drink Social. My name is Michael Moeller, and throughout this podcast series, you'll be hearing from myself and the Go Social team. Go Social is a PR and social media marketing firm with offices in both Denver, Colorado, and Louisville, Kentucky. We'll be discussing social media trends and influencer best practices in the food and beverage landscape. And if you have any questions and want to reach out, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, or you can visit our website at www.goforthbesocial.com. We are joined now by Kelsey from Chow Mile High. Her and her husband, Andrew, both review restaurants along with bars and drinks. You can find them on Instagram at chow underscore mile high. And Kelsey, how are you doing today? Good. How are you guys? Doing well. Doing well. Excited for Chicken Fight Fest coming up. It's t- it's tonight, actually. Wait, we're, what, we're pumped. What is that? It's called Chicken Fight Fest. Have chicken you guys Fight heard Fest? It? No way. What is it? It's actually going on um, right in Rhino area. It's a bunch of restaurants around Denver competing for the best chicken. There's all different categories. There's wings. There's fried chicken. Um, but it's a huge festival that takes place this time of year, every year. Um, and, yeah, it's a good time. Unlimited unlimited chicken and un- unlimited drinks, which is pretty awesome. That sounds like a blast. Is there is there going to be any restaurants there that you're looking forward to, to trying out? Or you just go in with, yeah. uh, with an open mind? Well, last we went. Our first time was last year, and um, we had a ball. And we definitely had some favorites for sure. I think um, Chicken Rebel was in the top one. They're actually located inside Finn's Manor in Rhino. It's like a food truck pop-up area. Um, and then F and G, which is a tag restaurant concept, they had a really good fried chicken slider that we were into. So, um, yeah, we'll see what this year's. Uh, gonna bring to the table and um, we'll definitely report back awesome awesome we can't wait to hear about it so uh, to start out do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself and Andrew maybe give us some some fun facts and uh, any other information you want to get out there yeah for sure so um let's see we're both originally from the east coast um moved out here a little a little less than four years ago um, we lived in Breckenridge for two of those years, and um, big foodies always have been foodies. Um, but as you know, Breckenridge is a small mountain town, so there's not a ton of places to try. So once we moved down to Denver, um, we were overwhelmed by all these restaurants and um, bars, and there are so many popping up, especially with so many people moving to to the city area or just Colorado in general. There's just so many new restaurants to try. So um, we figured why not start a blog to keep track of everything that, that we ate and what we want to eat. And, um, it kind of escalated into where we are now. We've met some awesome people. It's incredible. The, the group of people that come along with the foodie world and the social media end of things. Um, but yeah, so that's, that's really how we got started. I, I initially started it to begin with, and then it kind of got a little hard to handle with, you know, a full-time job. So um, my boyfriend, Andrew, decided to hop on in and, and help me out. And obviously, it's nothing's better than eating and reviewing. So yeah. So let me, let me get that right. So you, you two were dating, and then you already had the thing going on, and, and basically you were just like, I need help. Can you Can you help me out with this? Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, he's definitely there for the moral support. Um, but I, I think it was me trying to get it off the ground and running. Um, I put a lot, a lot of time and effort into it just to kind of get it where it is now. Um, and once we got to a certain point, it was like overwhelming with the amount of people that would contact us to do stuff that I was like, this is, this is almost like a second job. It's insane. 
So um, Andrew definitely came in and I, he, we all kind of taught ourselves how to do it, you know, um, how the whole social media, Instagram influencer gig works. And um, now he, you know, we kind of split the events up. If I'm, if I'm at work really late or he's at work really late, we'll kind of either tag team one or we'll do our own thing. Um, but yeah, it definitely helps having someone do it with you. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Especially, you know, with the, the amount of content you're putting out and then, you know, you, before we went on air, you had told us that you weren't able to make it to the Colorado Spirits Trail and that Andrew was able to. So it was cool that you were able to get to get the content out of that. Um, speaking of the Spirits Trail, and, and also you had mentioned that people are, are moving here and then restaurants, um, distilleries and breweries are expanding, more coming about. Do you guys have any favorite Colorado-based spirit and, or Let's see. Well, I know I can speak for Andrew, and I know that his, one of his favorites is Weldworks um, over in Greeley. Oh, man. Um, I just had their saison he, last night. Yeah, he, he loves their beer. We still haven't um, gotten over there to to head to their brewery yet. But, um, no, he's huge into the Weldworks. I can definitely say that's probably in his top three uh, Colorado breweries. And as far as spirits, um, I know uh, Law Whiskey, I think they were there um, based off of the photos that I saw from when Andrew covered the event. Um, we, we really like their whiskey as well. Um, we've tried Good Spirits too. I don't know if you guys have ever tried their their um, gin and uh, vodka, but their stuff is really good as well. Um, I'm trying to trying to limit our drinking during the week, so it's kind of hard. <laughs> it's kind of hard to get around to all the different spirits and cocktails and whatnot um around denver slash colorado area so yeah i would definitely say probably weld works good spirit and uh, laws whiskey is is right up there um with some of our favorite spirits nice yeah well uh, just as an aside weld works is in the middle of nowhere um oh yeah in, in Greeley, colorado <laughs> it's it, i don't it, i i had I, I had a friend of a friend that um i guess traveled from Indianapolis, she she uh, the couple was living in Indianapolis, and they specifically, basically, uh, flew into Denver, traveled to Greeley just to go to the brewery, and then hop back on the plane, th- like that, oh, like that night, basically, just to visit the place. So, no, it's it's certainly good beer. Um, anyway, <laughs> sidetracked. Um, so, but you know, but no. bet- between you and Andrew, uh, how how do you really decide? Uh, what you want to come up with and what you're going to post. Like, do, do you flip a coin? Is it like a, well, I went to this thing last night. I think we should post it like right away to stay, you know, recent and relevant, or is it just more, a little bit more calculated? Than that? Yeah. So I think, you know, there's, there's some, you know, places that we just really enjoy and we want to share, um, you know, our, our experience and what we enjoy getting at these restaurants slash bars. And so, you know, we'll, will post need be, um, if, you know, we're looking for some different content, sometimes we do get invited to, you know, events with other PR companies that put them on. So it's not just us in Denver. Um, it's a bunch of other bloggers, um, whether they're food or lifestyle or, um, I mean, we've, we've been to places before, even with like Broncos players and athletes, which is wild to me. Um, but so sometimes we try to refrain on posting right away just because, um, you don't, I don't know, we kind of want to be a little bit different than most blogs and we don't want to have like the same content all the time. So 
we'll hold off here and there just so, you know, maybe we can post about it in a couple of weeks and maybe give someone something else that they're not seeing all over their feed. Um, it just kind of depends. And I, too, we have this idea in our head where we want to have, you know, X amount of beverages on there and X amount of, you know, pictures of pizza and chick fried chicken and tacos. Like we try to not make it all very similar. And occasionally, you know, I'll say, Oh, we really need to have some, some type of sweet or dessert place that someone can go to because we haven't posted that in a while. So we kind of just eyeball it. And there's definitely like applications that we use to plan out our posts ahead of time so that um, we can see what everything looks like laid out in that grid on Instagram. Um, but yeah, like I said before, it's just kind of all self, all self-taught and it's great. Cause like the community of, of other bloggers have, have kind of, uh, taken, taken us through the whole process. Um, mile high munch. I'm not sure if you have spoken to her yet, but she has a blog, um, in Denver as well. And she was great. She took us under her wing when we first started just to kind of show us the ropes and it was super appreciative. Um, but yeah. That's awesome. So, so especially when it's, when it's coming to Instagram and say like, you know, say that you and Andrew are at separate events, you know, you can, you can edit it, you know, to make it look similar, especially if you want some, um, some synergy on your actual Instagram feed, but how, how do you keep your shooting styles in sync? Do you, do you all use like the same phone? Um, of course you're probably going to use the same filters, but how, how do you keep that synergy going on your feed? Yeah. So, um, I I think everybody's got their own style for sure. Um, and it's funny how you can pick up on it just from browsing from a distance at like, you know, a series of nine, nine to 12 pictures on someone's Instagram. But we, we try to go for more of like the up close and personal shot of food. Um, like, so you can get more of a detailed photo rather than like, you know, uh, an assortment of plates. Um, and as far as like keeping it consistent, I, I use my, I had my camera for a while, my Canon camera, but I'm finding that I don't use that as often anymore because the style kind of changes up a little. Um, it's more focused and like extremely detailed. So between Andrew and I, um, I use my iPhone that's got my portrait mode and he uses a Google pixel, which actually has like incredible um, picture quality. So, um, and then I, I kind of take them all and I, I have Photoshop, um, and kind of go in and alter some stuff need be. Um, but yeah, we actually talked to a professional photographer last week and she said she had the Google pixel too and said it was an amazing phone for taking pictures. It's so crazy. Like I, I fell into just upgrading my phone to the iPhone X because I was like, oh, I heard portrait mode's amazing. I had seen it. Like I'd seen the pictures that come from the phone. Um, But then once Andrew got that Google Pixel, I was like, wow. I mean, it's like a step up. So I definitely find like we kind of share his phone time to times. um, But I find that the iPhone X shoots really great in portrait mode when you're out in natural light. Um, While the Google Pixel does everything great, but it's really good when you're in like more of a dark environment um it it kind of helps lighten up the photos better uh naturally rather than uh, me going in and kind of having to alter and edit it so yeah yeah i hear good things about the pixel more and more so every day um yeah so you know obviously you you noticed at one point that your follow follower account was rising and just kept getting bigger and bigger and then all of a sudden you're just like oh wow i have a significant following 
did that alter your posting style at all to like accommodate the growing numbers or did were you just kind of keep on doing the same? Um, I think we stayed pretty consistent. I, I do find that we don't post as often during the week. Um, just so that when, I, I don't know, I have this thing, you know, where you're supposed to post at least, you know, three times a week, um, and only post once a day. Cause I don't want to clog anyone's feed. Some people follow me when they come out to Denver to, you know, visit or hang out with someone or here for a business trip or whatnot. Um, and so sometimes they might just follow me temporarily. So I don't really want to like, I don't want to over blast people with food on their, on their page. Cause chances are they're probably following other accounts as well. So we're trying to kind of keep it to like a minimum of three posts a, or a maximum of like three to four posts a week. And most of the time we're posting like towards the end of the week when people are preparing themselves, you know, for the weekend and brunch and, and whatnot. So, yeah, that's, that's really smart to do too, because you know, like all, all the social media platforms, especially Instagram and Facebook, it's like, they're constantly changing up their algorithms. So sometimes it's like in the feed, it, you know, if you post three to four times a week, that's actually the sweet spot versus if you're, if you're blasting it at all, someone could actually go look on the actual feed and just see all your stuff at once. And then that unfortunately can lead to, to unfollows or them, them muting you. So I think, I think you all are doing the right thing and have the right formula. Um, do you all have any particular ways that you all adapt to the changes on the platform? Do you keep up with, with what they're actually doing or do you just kind of, uh, tailor with what you, what you, deem appropriate and just kind of feel it out basically. I think it's a little bit of both. Um, I mean, we definitely stay, we've, we've been consistent the same way we've been posting and stories and as well as like static posts to our feed that definitely doesn't change. Um, when the algorithm kind of changes, um, as far as like altering some things, I think maybe there's some, some certain things to refrain from, um, like, over commenting, using emojis, like too many emojis. Um, sometimes those things can be flagged down as spam comments or whatnot. So you definitely have to be careful when it comes to the way you interact with other influencers and just your followers in general. Um, but I think that, yeah, I think we just stay pretty consistent with what we've been doing from the start and it, it's done us good so far. So, um, yeah. By the way, one thing that I noticed um, a while back is that you pretty consistently have, you know, maybe deals with restaurants or, or, or you know, kind of giving them a, a shout out of sorts. Um, so do you have a special connection with these restaurants or do they reach out to you first if they have like a new promotion? Um, I would say so a lot of times restaurants reach out to us or it's, it's a PR company that's hosting an event for either a new menu launch because there's just so many different menu changes that go on at a lot of these restaurants like winter, spring, summer, fall menus. Um, so I think, you know, we rarely have a bad dining experience. And I think that we always want to support the local businesses. So um the more shout outs we can give them, the more um, acknowledgement we can give them for how great their food is and, and their, you know, um, ambiance and everything in between. Um, we'll do it just cause we're kind of, kind of there to support Denver and, and support um, these local places. 
Um, I don't know if that really answers your question, but, um, yeah. yeah, totally. Yeah. And I, and I think you all are going about it the, the right, the right genuine way. So, so keep it up. Um, so here, here's an interesting question. If you had to invent your ideal social media platform, what does it look like? Is it, is it like Instagram already? Is it photo based or would it be possibly like Reddit with a, with an upvote and downvote system? I think so. I'm just extremely like photo driven person. I'm like in that industry and I'm, I'm all about that. I think the simpler, the better. So honestly, I, and I think Andrew would, would agree with this as well. Um, we just enjoy an, an application or any type of social platform being image driven. Um, there's all this talk about how Instagram's going to take off the likes and you're not going to see that. Honestly, like we could, we could care less about that. Like, I think what it comes down to is, I mean, if, if you're in town and you're like, you know, I really want to see if there's an Instagram that has some good food recommendations. I mean, when you go through that Instagram feed, you're probably not liking every single post. You're just, you're just using it as a reference for, you know, what they say and you know, what the food looks like and does it look tasty? Um, so I think that it, I think we, we really, really do love Instagram. I think if they maybe had more of a, uh, like an editing, a photo editing option on there. Cause it's kind of pretty, pretty basic. Um, I think if it was a little bit more complex and catered to specifically photography, it would, it would be better in our eyes. But I mean, we don't really have like too many complaints about, about the Instagram layout. So yeah, I think, I think along those lines, if we could just bump up some of the, uh, the photo editing options and stick to just images rather than likes and shares and all that it would be um it would be better cool no i, I like yeah. that i like that idea so hey you know what is what does the future look like for child mile high is there anything new that you all are kind of working on or looking forward to any projects going on so i think eventually when when we get the time because <laughs> it's like crazy um i think we want to feature or start some type of, um, story on our, uh, Instagram featuring local chefs, local, um, what we were, we were reaching out to a couple people at one point that were, um, pastry chefs or like bakers that were, you know, kind of up and coming, um, restaurants that are like really like hidden gems that not a lot of people know about. Um, cause we always, we meet so many people on a daily basis from, from all over, whether it's like riding a lift somewhere or a friend of a friend or talking to a local that we get so many recommendations for places to go, um, that aren't like trendy or, um, necessarily like a newer publicized restaurant that we kind of want to start start a, I don't want to say like a podcast, but start more of like an interview process with some up and coming restaurants and, and cooks and places that could use some more support that don't really have maybe like the funds or an opportunity to work with a PR company. Um, so I think that's on the books for sure. I think that would be a really cool idea. And it, and you know, those small, the small, like kind of dive places that don't have as much recognition. I think it's important to put 
um, a face to a name because it gives it gives that restaurant a little more character and it'll get more people in the door. So I, I would definitely be interested in seeing something like that if you all were to do it. So I think you should definitely, definitely go that route. Um, so Michael and I were actually in Denver last weekend. Which places should we have gone to? Let's see. So we get this question a lot. And it's like one of those things where it's like we got to narrow it down. So like, are you into like, are you looking for tacos? Or are you looking for more of like a sit down, like nice dining experience? Are you looking for just like good, like quick food truck food? Um, like what exactly? Like if you guys came came here and hit me up and said like, where should we go for the best tacos, you know, or something like that? Do you have something in mind, like food food category wise? You go. You go first, Michael. Yeah, I, I think the, the the food truck idea in general uh, would be a good one because that's an insanely unique um, food option usually. So I mean, yeah, I, I think you mentioned earlier. Uh, I think it was really right before the phone call um, that there was like a, a comp like not a competition, but like a, a place where food trucks gather. What what was that place? Yeah, so there's actually a couple events that take place. There's one um, that only happens during the summer, and it's during the weekdays. It's Monday, I could be wrong. It's either Monday through Thursday or Tuesday through Thursday during lunchtime. It's in the Civic Center Park, which is right near Cap Hill in downtown Denver. And it's a bunch of food trucks, local food trucks from all over um, Denver or on the outskirts of Denver that come down. And it's it's kind of like a food truck rally almost. So um, they give all the, all the businesses um, that, you know, have employees looking for lunch options for different types of food, whether it's pizza, ice cream, euros, um, you name it. There's probably between 12 and 15 different trucks that park there. Um, so that's definitely a good option for lunch. Um, they stop, I think, at three. But um, there is one place that has between three to five trucks year round. And it's called Finn's Manor. It's located in Rhino District, um, right across the street from Ratio Brewing. And they have an indoor and outdoor area. It's mainly outdoors. Um, and they have between three to five different trucks that, that run from open till close um, every single day that they're open, which is pretty great. And that's where the Chicken Rebel place started, the one that uh, was at Chicken Fight Fest last year. So that, that's how we found out about them. And there's also like a, a Thai food truck place called Mile High Thai. There's a poke place. Um, there's a bunch of different places. But I think if you're looking for that good local food truck food, Finn's Manor is, is the place to hit up. <laughs> Sounds good. Uh, Kelsey, um, you know, thank you so much for your time today. We appreciate you hopping on the phone call. Uh, it's, it sounds like you just had a good uh, traveling uh, experience in Nashville, so we'd, we'll have to catch up about that sometime too, of course. Yeah, thanks so much for having us, um, us meaning myself, representing Andrew as well. <laughs> um, but yeah, if you guys ever have any have any questions about food places, holler. We're here to help. Absolutely. Most Thank definitely. you so much. Thanks. All right, everybody. That wraps up today's episode of Eat, Drink, Social. Thanks for listening. If you have a story to share or maybe you know somebody that does, feel free to reach out to us. 